Welcome back to Midnight at the Movies. Hey guys, so right now it's about 11 p.m. And I'm just sitting out here by the lake, just relaxing. And I figured this would be a good time to do another episode of Midnight Movie Talk, the segment where I go over various things that I've been watching that maybe I didn't really feel like were worthy of a review, where I go over movie news and all that other stuff. So anyway, let's jump into it. So for this past week or so, I've been going back and re-watching all the Harry Potter movies. Well, not all of them. <laughs> I kind of skipped number one and number two, Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets, just because, I don't know. They've never really been my favorites, and anytime I do a Harry Potter marathon, I usually skip them, which means it's probably time to go back to them, but whatever. I started on Prisoner of Azkaban, number three, which is my favorite, right up there with Gobble to Fire as a close second, and it's been a while since I've watched all of them, back to back at least, and in fact, I don't think I've ever watched Deathly Hollows part one and part two um, since they were each released, so it's been a while. I still have Deathly Hollows Part 2 to finish. It's the only one that I didn't already own. And for whatever reason, Harry Potter's not on any of the streaming services. So I don't know what's up with that. But so far, one of the big things that I've noticed after binging the, the Harry Potter movies back to back, one each day, is that they go by really fast when you binge watch them, especially if you haven't seen them in a while. Like, back when I watched them all individually as they came out in theaters, I remember each movie having a lot more packed into it than they do if you're binge-watching them all in a row. And I I think it kind of makes sense, you know? When a movie, or any movie in general, comes out, it's like this big event. Everyone's been waiting for it, and then it finally comes out. And when you view it that way in the collective movie theater experience and then you're not even able to go see it again until it comes out on dvd or you know you could always go back to the theater but anyway when you view it like that it means more the movie really sticks with you more than if you're just haphazardly watching them all in a row like i am it's really weird because there were a couple of them like order of phoenix and half-blood prince where, you know, there's stuff happens. I'm not going to say they're bad movies. I love them all. But in the grand scheme of Harry Potter, they feel like comp- kind of filler movies. Oh, man, I shouldn't even be saying this. So many people are going to give me shit for saying this. But, you know, those movies are kind of more character-driven to kind of establish more of the world, establish more of what's going on in the grand scheme of things. That will eventually lead up into the climax or the final moments of the movie series. But it just, it felt like they were longer back in the day. Some of that could be, you know, time goes by faster when you're older. So maybe somehow that contributed to when I'm watching these now, they go by faster. But nevertheless, I still love them. And I'm still even though I'm a lot older than I was the last time I watched any of them, really, I'm still able to really enjoy them. And these are movies that have always had a 
they've had a you know place in my heart man you know what i'm talking about i keep feeling like someone's gonna walk up behind me because i'm kind of off this, this trail and that'd be creepy as fuck but so I, I didn't really uh want to do a review on each movie or really even do a collective review of all of them instead i just kind of figured i would talk about it like i have been right here in uh the midnight movie talk segment you know i don't want to go into it too much but you know it sucks right now with all the COVID stuff, everything being shut down, especially movie theaters. And I just, I haven't really until, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks ago, I haven't really been motivated to watch movies streaming or on my own TV. I just, I love going to the movie theater, man. And I really miss it right now. But I think they're about to start opening stuff back up. And by the time I post this, they may have already opened everything back up. But I'm going to try to post this within a day or two. So I know some movie theaters in some places are opening up on May 1st, which is today when I'm recording this. But none of the ones around me are AMC, Cinemark, Movie House. They're all closed down still. I didn't really know how much I'd miss it until, you know, you take it away and then you realize how much... It really matters to you, and I like doing reviews of brand new movies, too, as they come out, you know? I love taking this recorder with me to the theater, and right after the movie, recording my live thoughts and reactions to the movies. I really feel like that's the fun part, you know? It's kind of adding my thoughts to the collective thoughts out there about these new movies that people are are talking about and conversations are being had over and so I've kind of been you know I just haven't really known what to review and so I've just been kind of watching things for fun like Harry Potter you know and uh let's see what else I've been watching I'll pull up my Letterboxd, you know, feel free to go follow me on Letterboxd. You know, Letterboxd as a whole is something else I can talk about real quick. Because um, I noticed, you know, some people put their reviews, their star rating and all that on there. Some people don't. And I used to put my ratings, but I kind of started not putting my ratings because I'd rather just review it on here. And, you know, I'd rather my opinion come through in the podcast form than on letterboxd but it's really nice to be able to look back and see what you watched and when you watched it and i really like it i just i wish they had tv shows on there i know they have some mini series but i'm loving it so anyway back to things i've watched recently oh yeah so i watched tiger king murder mayhem and madness and I actually recorded a review of of it right when the quarantine stuff hit. I watched it and reviewed it, but I never released the review because I wasn't really happy with it. I don't know. I was tired that night, but I decided just to stay up a little longer and do the review. But it was just so rambly, so I guess I'll cover it a little bit now. Um, so, 
I've actually always had an interest in working with animals, working in the big cat, exotic animal industry in general. It's something that's always fascinated me. I don't know if I ever will. I haven't really, you know, been trying to. But I have thought about it and I've, you know, researched it, looked into it, whatever you want to call it. And I actually live an hour and a half south of Joe Exotic Zoo off of Highway 35 in Oklahoma. And my freshman year in college, I went to the University of Oklahoma in Norman, Oklahoma. Now Joe's place is about halfway from where I live now and where I'm from to where OU is. So I would pass by that sign that you see in the beginning of the documentary Every time I'd come home for the for weekends or holidays, I would always pass by that sign, and I, I always wondered about it, but I never went and checked it out. Well, holy shit, that documentary is crazy. It kind of made me rethink the big cat exotic animal industry and what it's all about. I don't know if I want to be a part of that anymore. You know, I'm sure there's still a lot of places that treat the animals well and all that stuff. But, man, there's a lot of crazies out there, man. And Carol Baskin totally killed her husband, man. I just had to throw that in there. And one thing that's always been on my bucket list is to pet a tiger cub. And then this documentary sheds a lot of light on that and how it's kind of a bad thing that you're not supposed to do. And I never knew that. I still don't know how much, like, I want to take to heart from the documentary and all that stuff. Because, to be completely honest, I still kind of want to pet a tiger cub. But it's supposed to be bad for you now. Not bad for you, but bad for the animal, whatever. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. And just, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's crazy. I also watched The Platform which is, uh, I think, a Spanish film or something. It's in Spanish. Interesting movie. I don't feel like it totally paid off in the end, though. Uh, it's on Netflix right now. I don't know. If it looks interesting to you, like it did to me, it's an okay watch. You know, I think it's pretty short. It's like an hour and a half. So that's about all I've got to say for the platform. <laughs> Then I watched, or re-watched, Killing of the Sacred Deer, which is good. It was still good the second time. Directed by Yorgos Lanthimos, who also directed uh, The Lobster, also starring Colin Farrell. And uh, I watched this one with my parents. And let me tell you, it took them a minute to get into <laughs> Yorgos directing... Um, the You know, the way all the characters talk in very matter-of-fact, almost monotone ways with each other. That's kind of odd. And, you know, it's not what we communicate like in reality. Um, but it is kind of cool that he has his own style like that. And it really works with his writing, with his material that he's working with. It really works well, I feel like. But for people who aren't complete cinema nutheads like me, it, 
it was it's a little weird to jump into that. But he makes some interesting movies. But you know, we can't all be the same. We need people like him to make movies that are distinctly his. I mean, that's the fun of cinema, you know? So I had fun watching that. Again, that was The Killing of a Sacred Deer. And most of these are kind of in between the Harry Potters. (sighs) Then I watched... uh, Lost Highway, one of my favorite David Lynch movies, mostly because of how weird and outlandish it is. Not outlandish, but how weird, creepy, dark, and just uh, strange. And Did I already say creepy? I mean, just the idea alone of someone leaving on your front doorstep an unmarked, envelope with a VHS tape with no label inside and then you pop it in and it's video of you baby sleeping in your bed next to your boo thing you know what I'm saying like I just I love that idea and how it all plays out and that's what uh, back in the day when I first watched it several years ago that's kind of what got me to go see it My friend pitched that little bit to me, that little bit of plot, and it just sounded so cool. And it, the way he sets it up, the way everything looks, the design of their house, it is all perfect for the subject matter. And it's a movie that was unlike anything I've ever seen. It's still unlike anything I've ever really seen. And I have to say, for me... And I know a lot of people hate this movie, Lost Highway, blah, 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 David Lynch's worst movie, or whatever. But it really connected with me, though. And I feel like it's kind of like a staple David Lynch film. I feel like if you had to point to one film and say, this kind of showcases what David Lynch is about, that's where you should point them to. And anyone who loves David Lynch, I don't know how you could really disagree with that. Because the whole movie from front to back is just like weird David Lynch. It's a movie that, man, it definitely takes a few viewings to understand, even remotely, like what happened, what's going on. But once it does kind of start to click into place, it's genius. Like the way he does it. I'm not going to give anything away, but check it out for yourself. I might even do a full review of Lost Highway, but it's just one of those movies where I don't even feel like I could do it justice. I don't know. I just, I kind of like just leaving it with the thoughts that I just threw out there, but we'll see. All right. So my battery died and I'm recording the rest of this episode at home. So since the beginning of this episode, I have now finished the entire Harry Potter series of movies, except for (laughs) one and two. And I have to say, I'm really happy with the ending. I couldn't really remember what happened in the very, very end, as I said earlier in in this episode. I haven't seen Deathly Hollows Part 2 since it was in theaters, so it's been a while. And I really love it. I love the way it wraps up. So yeah, that's the last little bit of the Harry Potter 
for you. I watched Exertion. Wait, what's it called? Extraction. That new Chris Hemsworth movie that's on Netflix. So that review is going to be coming out soon. I probably should have said that at the end of this, but whatever. Uh, The last thing that I've been watching that I didn't feel like uh, needed its own review is The Place Beyond the Pines. I think it's uh, Amazon that it's on right now, streaming. Love this movie. Jake Gyllenhaal. Not Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh my god. I butchered that. No. uh, Ryan Gosling and some, some other people. Bradley Cooper. Eva Mendes. They're all in there, man. It's a movie that came out in, I think, 2012. I'm not going to go over it too much in here, but I love this movie. The way it's structured into two halves that intertwine, yet they're completely different, was something I had not seen in a movie before, before I saw this. It's the same thing that Waves does, you know, my favorite movie of 2019. Go watch it. And I don't, it just blew my mind, and I love it, so... If you have not seen The Place Beyond the Pines, look it up. It is amazing. It's directed by somebody. I can't remember their name, but whoever it is, they've done really great work. Yeah. So, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to be trying to watch more movies and review more movies. Especially now that we're at the end of quarantine and movie theaters will hopefully, hopefully be opening back up. And then I can start to get on more of that current topic, current releases thing again, you know. But I'm going to try to do a a few more that are streaming right now. So you guys can have some stuff to listen to, some movies to watch or don't watch, you know. But that's all I've got. So thank you, as always, for listening. And I will see you in the next one. Peace out.